Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading 2 Samuel chapter 11 from the Jesus Bible, NIV edition. Review key takeaways and end our session with a prayer. David and Bathsheba. In the spring, at the time when the kings go off to war, David sent Joab out with the king's men and the whole Israelite army. They destroyed the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah, but David remained in Jerusalem. One evening, David got up from his bed and walked around on the roof of the palace. From the roof, he saw a woman bathing. The woman was very beautiful, and David sent someone to find out about her. The men said, She is Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam and the wife of Uriah, the Hittite. Then David sent a messenger to get her. She came to him, and he slept with her. Now she was purifying herself from her monthly uncleanness. Then she went back home. The woman conceived and sent word to David, saying, I am pregnant. So David sent this word to Joah. Send me Uriah the Hittite, and Joab sent him to David. When Uriah came to him, David asked him how Joab was, how the soldiers were, and how the war was going. Then David said to Uriah, Go down to your house and wash your feet. So Uriah left the palace, and a gift from the king was sent after him. But Uriah slept at the entrance to the palace with all his master's servants, and did not go down to his house. David was told Uriah did not go home. So he asked Uriah, Haven't you just come from a military campaign? Why didn't you go home? Uriah said to David, The ark in Israel and Judah are staying in tents, and my commander Joab and my lord's men are camped in the open country. How could I go to my house to eat and drink and make love to my wife? As surely as you live, I would not do such a thing. Then David said to him, Stay here one more day, and tomorrow I will send you back. So Uriah remained in Jerusalem that day and the next. At David's invitation, he ate and drank with him, and David made him drunk. But in the evening, Uriah went out to sleep on his mat among his master's servants. He did not go home. In the morning, David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it with Uriah. In it, he wrote, Put Uriah out in front where the fighting is fiercest. Then withdraw from him so he will be struck down and die. So while Joab had the city under siege, he put Uriah at the place where he knew the strongest defenders were. When the men of the city came out and fought against Joab, some of the men in David's army fell. Moreover, Uriah the Hittite died. Joab sent David a full account of the battle. He instructed the messenger, When you finish giving the king this account of the battle, the king's anger may flare up, and he may ask you, Why did you get so close to the city to fight? Didn't you know they would shoot arrows from the wall? Who killed Abimelech, son of Jerubbesheth? Didn't a woman drop an upper millstone on him from the wall, so that he died in Thebes? Why did you get so close to the wall? If he asks you this, then say to him, Moreover, your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead. The messenger set out, and when he arrived, he told David everything Joab had sent him to say. The messenger said to David, The men overpowered us and came out against us in the open, but we drove them back to the entrance of the city gate. Then the archers shot arrows at your servants from the wall, and some of the king's men died. Moreover, your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead. David told the messenger, Say this to Joab, Then let this upset you. The sword devours one as well as another. Press the attack against the city and destroy it. Say this to encourage Joab. When Uriah's wife heard that her husband was dead, she mourned for him. After the time of mourning was over, David had her brought to his house. She became his wife and bore him a son. But the thing David had done displeased the Lord. This is the end of Second Samuel chapter 11. So here we see David make one of his biggest plunder that's going to cost him a lot. And it's going to cost him grief in his family for the rest of his life. And it's going to cause his sons to rise upon him and the sword to always divide his house. David falls in love with a married woman, Bathsheba, and does the unmanageable. He actually has her husband sent to the front lines 
to get killed in a battle because he can't get him to go home and lie down with his wife so he can hide the conception, the pregnancy of this woman by David. So let us pray. Father God, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for the wisdom that we find in it. Thank you for the direction. Thank you for how it guides our life. Thank you for the examples that are set, how humbling it is to see mighty kings that start out as servants and then also that stumble mightily as kings and end up paying a price, a heavy price, for the rest of their life. Father, you take care of us. You guide us. You give us choices. You allow us to live with those choices, good or bad. But we are also subject to the consequence you give us. Thank you for not letting us get away with it. Thank you for having a reason and purpose for it. Father, we praise you and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. This concludes today's reading interpretation of Second Samuel chapter 11. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.